Good morning, friends, and Paonu. Welcome to our second sociolinguistics podcast. Let me introduce our speakers. We have Jessica, Michael Ipi, and Cindy here. For our today's topic, we would want to discuss about standard language and norms. Now, without further ado, let us welcome our first speaker, Jessica. Uh, thank you. So, what I'm going to talk about is standard language. Standard language is a language variety that has undergone substantial codification of grammar and usage and is employed by the population for public communication. Typically, the language varieties that undergo substantive standardization are the dialects spoken and written in centers of commerce and government. Although inherently standard language is not superior to other versions of the same language, Many people still have subconscious view that the only right way to use a language is by using the standard language. This view often materializes in forms of grammar police that corrects and criticize those that make an error, though there is a more insidious form and that is racism through linguistic prejudice. Linguistic prejudice refers to the preconceived opinions that people can have about an entire category of individuals based on their use of language. Linguistic discrimination takes the beliefs and feelings involved in linguistic prejudice and turns them into action. Linguistic discrimination manifests itself in the negative or distinct treatment of individuals due to the way they speak. For example, via people not being given a job or allowed to rent a house on the basis of their accent or being treated as second-class citizen or somehow intellectually inferior and less socially valuable. Okay, after we talk about the overview of standard language, now we are move on to the codification of a language. First, what is codification? In linguistics, the process of codification is trying to standardize a language through fixing and regulating such as diction, pronunciation, or utterance, and grammar as well. The purpose is in order to serve guidance to the user in using the language appropriately, maintained through institutions such as media or education. So here, codification will not only used in daily activity, but also in literary works, academic works, or journalistic terms. For example, in the process of standardizing Bahasa Indonesia, codification is marked by the making of ejaan yang disempurnakan, or AYT. It is one of the guidance in using Bahasa Indonesia as the notion language of Indonesia. It contains many things about Bahasa Indonesia. For example, the use of appropriate grammatical function. Another codification in Bahasa Indonesia is the appearance of Kamus Besar Bahasa Indonesia, or we are familiar with KPPI, which is being one of the process of codifications, more, uh, more specifically in standard choice of words or diction in Bahasa Indonesia. Since KPPI contains of grouping vocabulary that is usually used by Indonesians. Through KPPI, we may know any word about Bahasa Indonesia. And that's all for codification. Now, let us continue with 
norms. Okay, thank you, Cindy and Jessica. Well, norms. Uh, social linguistic norms are a combination of expressed attitudes and variable linguistic behavior shared by all members of a speech community by Van Herb, page 210. Uh, well, to simplify it, uh, norms are informal understanding that govern the behaviors of a group. They are persuasive element of a social interaction that help people to get along, share common experience, and achieve common school. Okay, so we have uh, a few examples for that. In the social point of view, for example, like people in Tokyo stand on the left side of an escalator to let people pass on the right side. People in Osaka, different with, with Tokyo, they are stand on the right and let people left. And that is the uh, cultural point of view. Well, uh, there are something called like super, super culture. A super culture is a culture that span uh, spans multiple societies. For example, the norm surrounding a sport or hobby, such as convention, that hikers should leave nothing behind but footprints and take nothing but photographs. Well, there are also like generals, generals such as expectations that gentlemen will defend and prioritize the safety of a woman or and children. Oh, well, there are also institution, the unspoken expectation and pastime that evolve around an institution such as school, for example, uh, wearing school colors to sporting event, wearing uh, some kind of like uh, school uniform. Uh, it's kind of one of the few example of institution point of view uh, based on norms. Okay, the first person credited uh, with studying sociolinguistic norms using a large con collection of actual language use, not self-report data, is William Leboeuf, is MA from Columbia University, 1961. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I think that's all from our group. Thank you.